0: Hey, uh, you want to talk about the Iron Bowl?
1: Maybe later. Yeah, not right away. There's no rush. we have to ease into this. It's it's still going to be there.
0: That's true. It's never really going away. So I thought we would continue a conversation that had started on Twitter uh, where I had asked, what is the restaurant uh, where you see the most people eating alone? And, like the most sad this? the most sad people eating alone. Hmm. And yeah. there were a lot of votes for several restaurants, uh, but before I before I disclose the top ones, what are your nominations for the places where you see the most sad people eating alone in restaurants?
2: I mean, it would, can Arby's count?
0: Arby's was one of the first ones mentioned.
2: Okay, because Arby's has a lot of a lot of sad people who. I think are on their lunch break, but don't want anybody else to know that they're eating at Arby's.
0: Is that I mean, a fun- is that a function of shame? Because nobody wants to admit that, that they love over salted horse meat. So they're just gonna, they're all like, everybody goes to Arby's alone.
2: You know, I think what it is, this is a function of you, you're the brain and the body are confused because I think there's a notable subset of people that go to Arby's for lunch because they think that's the healthy choice. Yeah. Like they're not having a burger, they're not having KFC, they're having roast beef, and that's kind of healthy. Well, the
1: thing about Arby's is it's always near a Burger King or a McDonald's or something like that, and that's where you're going to see it, the families. Whereas right. the 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 individuals are gonna they're going to turn up their noses and head to the place without the playground.
2: Right, the dad who wa- just wants his kids to give him one last chance.
0: I bet Arby's had a test pilot program, a pilot program playgrounds and a fatality resulted like that just seems to be something that would happen to Arby's right like Typical
2: yeah they had Arby's. a playground
0: and then that kid died
2: oh shouldn't, shouldn't have covered the sl- slide in au jus.
1: now have um there's an Arby's around here that has a an actual tree growing inside of it wait what
2: <laughs> wait, like are, are you saying there's an Arby's biodome
1: <laughs> uh, yes, and, and why does why does Ryan live there? That's really- <laughs> <laughs> it's near my alma mater, I believe. It is like a self sustaining Arby's, like um, you know, it produces its own oxygen and all that. If if there's an if, there, if there's ever any sort of an epidemic, I'll probably head there and try to seal it down.
0: Like, damn! First you get the Atlanta Braves, now you got an Arby's biodome. Cobb County it, is an amazing place, Jason.
1: Actually, it, I, I prefer to call it the. Arbology? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, uh, you can call it that because it's science. Exactly. No, but there's no oxygen in this restaurant and get everyone's living. It's a new gas based exclusively <laughs> on beef.
1: Now, uh, my right. recommendation is one that we were actually talking about before, um, which I did agree with, would be Panera Bread because... Um, you're going to see solo people in there, just no person within three tables of another person because everyone's kind of just there to work and eat like the $9 egg sandwich. And there's, a, you know, they're so sprawling and huge. And I don't even know how they stay in business. They take up so much space, but th- there's just two tables worth of buffer between any two people, no eye contact whatsoever. And the counters are like eight feet tall. You have to reach over them to get your food. It's, it's amazing. it's a great experience.
0: It's, it's a blogger's dream. I always think that, that Panera is pretty much where uh, your classy, still dedicated to life as we know it, hasn't totally given up on people cat person goes. That's where they go. Because the entire restaurant is so empty because it's designed so that at any point you feel like you're alone, even if there's somebody within inches of you.
1: Yeah, just so many walls and partitions and um, all sorts of obstructions. It's kind of like an obstacle course, and you get to just, just carve out your own nook, and you could probably live there if you if you really wanted to.
0: It's like Legends of the Shut-In's Temple.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: with um, croissants.
0: Okay. It's a,
2: so it's a labyrinth of soup.
0: <laughs> it's no let us surprise you. restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a place so vile. I've never been in it because I'm not going to eat at any place called Let Us Surprise You. Um, the 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 question that, that the answer I had for this, my initial thinking was, was Panera because it's designed to be alone. But I don't think that's the saddest or most apt answer. Neither did the people answering this question. We had a, a lot of suggestions for the following, which we can discuss. One, Waffle House.
2: Incorrect.
1: No, absolutely not. You're never alone at Waffle House. That was my you know Even
2: if you want even if you want to be, you're not No matter
1: how hard you try, (laughs) you will be ranted at by, you know, a twenty five year old mother with gold teeth, with you know, by by a band of sixty five year old men, by you know, you you are you are never less alone than you are at Waffle House. Yeah,
0: most people don't understand that the Waffle House uh, you are really never alone. And, and as I have said, when you're drunk, you're really never alone because there might as well not be a partition between you, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, kitchen. It's all one big playground for you to just stumble over and make a fool of yourself. So uh, you're not alone at the Waffle House. I would say that, you know, because and, and I will put it this way. You're part of the Waffle House family.
2: It's also, it's the opposite. The, whereas Panera is trying to create that sense of isolation and you're in public, but you're not. Waffle House is very much like, <clears throat> let's everybody keep their hands where we can see them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very clearly, the, whoever designed Waffle House is like, all right, this is a place where people with weapons and drugs are going to come and we want to know that that's going to happen before it goes down so we can die behind the counter.
0: I know this. Um, have you ever heard any tales of, a Waffle House employee beating some ass when they have to. It always involves flying across the restaurant, which you can do in
1: yeah. about two seconds. Yeah, it's sort of a, it's. I mean, it's they're they're kind of designed for that.
2: Yeah, like, designed like for Silent,
1: accessibility. Like not Silent only
2: Island? not only
1: does the um, does the cook, who's also a waiter, who's also a janitor, who's also the manager, and so forth. Um, have the access to dive over a counter to break up a scuffle or whatever, you can also reach back and grab yourself, you know, some more condiments if you need them. You're, you're yeah. your own waiter
0: or a ladle full of grease for that fight, you know, take out yeah. an assailant. I'm telling you this place, Waffle House, the very design of the place has been honed by up to like 70 years of hard redneck lessons.
2: You know what else Waffle House is like? It's like somebody wanted to build a restaurant but didn't have enough Legos to sort of finish it. <laughs> I was just sort of like, ah, it's all there. Screw it.
1: It's It's got a cash register, a toilet, <laughs> yeah, and a yeah, place to burn stuff.
2: Yeah, the bathroom is out in the open right next to the jukebox, but whatever, people will get around it.
0: <laughs> would anyone notice if that were the case? <laughs> I don't think anyone would at a Waffle House, you know. They'd be sitting there with the Lego construction set going, man, I need a three-piece and a little rocket thruster piece to finish this. Ah, screw it.
2: I didn't finish the roof. Oh, well
0: it will be fine.
2: Just don't sit there.
0: Um, so, Waffle House we've rejected. Applebee's. I think this is an excellent suggestion because of something Jason told us in the pre-show.
1: Well, uh, I just okay. learned this. Yeah. A, a let's. Parent- by
0: the way, let's go ahead and just discur- just just disqualify this. Let's say this. Um, <laughs> we're just going to accept that it's a lonely place. Okay. Just just as a given, you're going to go ahead and give the kill shot
1: okay sorry um yeah I, I just learned just before we came on here that applebee's is apparently replacing its waiters with tablets at tables like like tablet computers i don't know if they're doing this at every restaurant but we're talking about a place where you don't even talk to a cashier or, or, or anything you just go in and push a button and eventually leave
2: can i can i say something before we get into how sad that is do you know how filthy those tablets are going to get after about a week of Jack Daniels sauce being slathered all over?
1: So much bacon A's. Just the other
0: question, too, is this. How many times are you going to sit in a booth at Applebee's and there will be this sad, sawed-off, frayed piece of cable that once held the freshly stolen <laughs> tablet? <laughs>
2: No, they they won't somebody's gonna try to use a chicken nugget as a chicken nugget as a stylus on one. You don't
0: know that a chick by the way, don't correct yourself. You don't know that a chicken nugget isn't actually on the menu.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's one of their marquee items.
0: Really tiny print down at the bottom of the menu. Nugget indicates something made of a meat which is neither horse,
1: cow, sheep,
0: goat, chicken, or octopus. Like,
2: what? Warning may contain wood chips. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Definitely contains wood chips. <laughs> those places like
1: Applebee's, it, it seems like once a month, it's like a, a contest to come up with the most convoluted food item. Like it's it's now at Applebee's the you know random adjective, random adjective, random noun chicken popper. It's Mad you Libs know. food. Uh, yeah, well, the, it's this the bacon Froot Loops chicken popper. Well, the <laughs>
0: sneaky trick to those having uh, as a veteran of Bennigan's. And the son of wow. and, and the son of somebody who once uh, ran O'Charlies. I will tell you, you the secret of those.
1: Wow. Okay? Yeah, O'Charlies no, no, no. is pretty good. I'll, I'll I'll ride for O'Charlies. Yeah, O'Charlies is decent.
0: O'Charlies is not where you you go to be alone. It is where you go to pick up underage girls and buy them <coughs> drinks. Apparently, this was a serious problem at a lot of O'Charlies. Huh. Um, but uh, good to know the. The thing that they do with those is it's pretty much if you have seven appetizers, you go, hmm, permutation math. I can take those seven appetizers and how many different, you know, it's like a it's like a very simple algebra two question where they're like, how many different variations of seven things can you have if you combine them with the same seven things? So if you have the cheese stick and the bacon topped uh, tato skin, right? Well, staples. yeah, exactly. So, what do you do? Oh, well, obviously, I take that and I make the the tato skin raft, right? Which is just or the tato skin pontoon boat, right? They'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like cheesy pontoon boats. What do you do? Right. They just take toothpicks and ram them together so it looks like the tato skin is the boat atop these two cheesy pontoons.
2: Sponsored by Life of Pie.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which that's actually that's actually how they think, right? They're like, can we just put dip on this thing and call it an item? Yes.
2: No training necessary.
0: That's how they do it. It's pretty much like BuzzFeed food. I didn't I'm say e- that out loud.
2: I'm excited for when they start making everything boneless, even things that didn't have bones in them originally. Just be like boneless mozzarella sticks. Be like, oh, boneless now. Hmm, no,
0: it's good. when they start putting bones in things. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: the extra bone mac and cheese. You're
0: like, oh, we, we, like, like when we're just defying nature altogether.
1: When we're like, what? yes, we put bones in a shark. You're or like, they what? just give you like the chicken wing bone.
2: What is a dry aged apple fritter? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: do yeah. I want that? I do want
0: that. Um, I, I would go ahead and also and do this. We have a couple of other suggestions for the most desperate places to eat. We have um, somebody mentioned uh, a Bob Evans. Now I I gotta I gotta be straight with you. I'm not all that familiar with Bob Evans because I believe this is like an upper north yeah. slash. Um, slash midwestern phenomena
1: am i correct yes it's it's uh, kind of indiana ohio pennsylvania Michiganish. ish um, no, we
2: we, we definitely have family, family
1: prone, prone. I, i've been to a few they're very family heavy so are they very are they the very heavy person.
0: are they very heavy family
1: heavy <laughs> when i say heavy i mean heavy Okay.
2: I, I, I know for a fact there's Bob Evans in Tampa. There's one by Gaither High School, or there used to be at least, well, where no, famous. nobody famous ever went. Oh, wait, Jen Sturger went there. So
0: Okay. You see, though, that's, that's, that's a pretty impressive Tampa poll. Yeah. But uh, let me tell you, I'm about to blow this out of the water because uh, I know where a Bob Evans was in St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, yeah, you're not ready for this.
2: The cousin Tampa doesn't talk to anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no. And, and, and in that family, this is the black sheep of the family nobody talks to, okay? <laughs> and that would be Pinellas Park. Oh, Pinellas mm. Park, Florida. Um, we did do a bit of research on this. Listed under uh, a notable residents of Pinellas Park on Wikipedia. Uh, Ryan, you, you found one.
2: Yeah. Uh, there's no... Well, I'm just gonna come out and say it, Terry Shivo, uh It does emphasize subject of the Terry Shivo case. In case you're thinking it's the other oh, Terry okay. <laughs> yeah, listed as a notable resident of uh, Pinellas Park. My. She probably still is.
0: It, 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 well, it, it, she's probably there in in, well,
2: in spirit.
0: In spirit, no, hang, no, hanging, out hanging, out ba- hanging out at the hanging out at the Bob
2: I feel like Terry Schiavo at Bob. He's ordering
0: Evans. some biscuits.
2: Terry Schiavo at Bob, and Bob Evans. Evans is the plot of some like Christian remake of Weekend at Bernie's.
0: <laughs> and you know who'd fund that? The residents of Pinellas Park, Florida, <laughs> and be all over that. So Bob Evans, we we've accepted that. Somebody said Hooters, and I'm going to tell you this: Hooters, you're not going to be alone technically because the staff is going to be there, and and the staff at Hooters really well trained. They're probably not going to let you feel too lonely.
2: Um,
1: that place is depressing.
0: <laughs> no, depressing in a different way, yes. Okay. But technically, you won't be that alone. Somebody will talk to you okay, at Okay, so in in
1: literal terms of like if um, you fall on the floor, there will be someone there to see you do it and maybe call an ambulance. Like I, in I want those you to terms. think
0: about this. Now that we've put uh, – now that we've put – Tablets in an Applebee's. How long could your dead corpse lay on the floor before anyone noticed? It's gonna be a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, um that's a concern. Might want put put in cameras.
2: My, I like that. I do like that Applebee's. Like, hey, you maybe know, they
1: put in a Roomba.
2: Applebee's like, so wally had a, had a lot of a lot good ideas. had
1: Applebee's to go around and Jesus. make sure there are no bodies.
0: Yeah, now, now there, I think there's a few cheating answers. I think fast food's kind of a cheating answer because I, you, if you're on the road, you're going to eat alone at a, at, a, at a fast food restaurant. Now I know we, we mentioned Arby's. Arby's to me, is, <laughs> Arby's to me is not fast food. It's 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 mid tempo. It's adult contemporary food.
2: John Cicada of food.
0: The John yeah. Cicada of foods, right? Um, I think also. I of,
2: apologize if John Cicada is listening. It is cheating.
0: Jeb Lund mentioned this answer. He mentioned Lubies and or any kind of you know, pensioner's restaurant. I don't Pick, know. Piccadilly. That's just using – like it, it, to me, it's cheating if you use death, right? Like that's the reason – death and mortality. That's the reason you go to Lubies, And I, I think that's cheating as well. I think you need some place whose despondency and aloneness is just strictly its own product
2: yeah that's fair. Luby's combines everything that's bad about a school cafeteria and everything that's bad about a restaurant and nothing that's good about either of them. It's just as expensive as a restaurant. And it's just as shitty as a school cafeteria.
0: That sounds like a successful American company to me.
2: <laughs> hey they're still around. I think I don't know.
0: Uh, do we have any closing any closing <clears throat> recommendations? I will throw in a uh, I will throw in a cursory nomination. If we're discussing truly, truly sad restaurants, I will throw one in for Shoney's. Oh, yeah. I, I was just about to say that. I was
1: going to say either Shoney's or Denny's.
0: Uh, okay. You can take Denny's. I'm going to tell you why for, for Shoney's because there is that breakfast bar. And if you've ever seen a person really go there and wreck the breakfast <laughs> bar alone, it is it is like the video for one of the Mopey or Radiohead songs. It's like the saddest thing you've ever seen.
1: Yeah, and the definitive Shoney's meal to me is that just watery spaghetti. I'm just going to say we ate ate Shoney's a lot when I was a kid. But if a person was to go there in the year 2013, I just cannot imagine anyone going along with them.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you have a a final?
2: Yeah, I'll throw one more in. I'll throw Steak and Shake in there because it's not exactly fast food. And there are only two types – there are only two types of tables at Steak and Shake. There's group of high school slash early college friends that are there at 2 in the morning sharing cheese fries or something, having a good time. And then there's guy who's just in the Steak and Shake, maybe not even ordering anything.
0: Yeah, and, and because usually Steak and Shakes are more than 500 feet from a school.
1: Right. Now I feel like steak and shake, at least here, that was sort of a uh a, a, for the seventeen year olds, that was sort of a, a place to go and gather. Is that not the case in your parts of the world?
0: No, no, I know I know what he's thinking of. Now you see what Ryan is thinking of is the one in Gainesville, Florida. Yeah. Which was uh the the sa- honestly like one of the saddest places ever. It was terrifying. It was I went there once and there was a guy who said he was a dentist, uh who none of- <laughs> Said, who asked me, no lie, we were sitting there both eating at the bar because it was a sad and alone time in my life. Uh, we were both sitting there at the bar, and he goes, he goes, yeah, 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 hey, listen, I'm a dental student. You want to come with me and let me look at your teeth? <laughs> uh, and I said, no. And after that, there was about 15, 20 minutes of horrendous silence because you know who gets emotionally hurt when you turn them down? Serial killers.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> The rejection is palpable, and it makes everything awkward for everyone.
1: Now, um, can I give one one final answer on my part? Sure, I'm going to go with a Pizza Hut in the year 2013. Ooh. Because as growing up, you know we had they had the uh, the they had the salad bar, the pizza bar, the arcade. You know the Pepsi in a big red cup and all that stuff. I feel like we probably all spent lots of times in Pizza Huts as kids, but now. I cannot fathom why anyone would ever set foot inside of a Pizza Hut. Oh,
0: it's turned. It really is. It's like, it's basically our generation's you know, you can't go home again. Because you walk into a Pizza Hut and every happy six or seven year old memory has dissolved in this shabby, destroyed world that is the inside of a Pizza Hut in 2013.
2: I forget yeah. where I heard this, but <clears throat> until just recently, Pizza Hut was the world's number one purchaser of kale,
0: <laughs> which they <laughs> because, used, which they used well, as, which they used as garnish on the salad yes, bar and didn't even the,
1: the salad bar. Good, yeah. ain't nobody trying to eat that shit. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. By the way, Pizza Hut was using it correctly.
1: Kale chips are delicious.
0: Fuck you. They're not delicious. They're kale Sp-
1: chips. Sponsored by Arby's. Zaps don't make no kale chips.
0: Hey, you want to talk about the Iron Bowl? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Guess up to it. Yeah, you know, get twenty minutes into the uh, old shutdown full cast here. Um, so I think we're out of hyperbole. I would like to get into the real truth about the game, i.e., why Nick Saban let that happen.
2: Let it happen. He made it happen. He threw that game. You think so? Yeah. Does he's he's tired of these spoiled Alabama fans. He wants a little leverage so that he can, he can get himself out of that situation if he wants to without anybody feeling like he abandoned the program.
1: Now. And you, oh, oh, sorry. Go on, go on. You yeah, have more conspiracies. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, he had heavy money on Auburn winning outright, winning outright.
1: I, uh, I
0: think this is a compelling theory because first of all, Nick Saban's is not going to let that happen. Second, I happen to think uh, he thought A.J. McCarron was a little big in his britches because we actually knew the name of Alabama's quarterback. I think maybe a week before he was like, he's like, he's going to get drafted? He's going to be drafted in, like, the second round? Oh, no, this is terrible. This is, the worst lo- this is un-American. Wanted to take him down a peg.
2: I mean, somebody will still draft him in the second round because the NFL is stupid as hell, but...
1: <laughs> yeah Well, what about... Um, once Gus Malzahn leaves to take the Texas job, you think Nick Saban did this so he could take over at Auburn? <laughs> um, I'm liking this. And by the way, this whole plan has already come
0: into power. If you want to know how Alabama's just set to destroy the rest of the SEC, first of all, making sure Will Muschamp got hired. A Saban hire at Florida, destroy Florida. Okay, you following me? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, yeah. so, so he, made, he made that happen, right? Two, he's made USC made sure that they're going to go ahead and continue their kind of eh, eight and five-ish mediocrity by installing Steve Sarkeesian there, thus eliminating the threat from the Northwest at the University of Washington, who will probably make a serious mistake and, I don't know, hire Dennis Franchione or something. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but you just heard it, Washington fan, and probably had a stroke. Congratulations. Additionally, he's made sure that he's going to nullify that threat by yes, getting Gus Melzon hired at Texas after one hot year in Auburn because because as Pete Tambell, no Nick Saban agent said, who's ever ended well at Auburn? Just a place that turns coaches over at an outrageous rate, mind you, like only five in the last twenty years or whatever. But still, don't let facts get in the way of the conspiracy. Nick Saban never has, and look at how successful he is.
2: That's not technically true. There were seven different Tommy tubervilles He's like a really weird Doctor Who. <laughs>
1: He's he's like that Bob Dylan movie <laughs> where like eight people played him.
2: Right? Yeah, no, Kate Blanchett was excellent as Tommy Tuberville. In she was really good in
0: 2008. I want you to name the different Tommy Tubervilles here. By the way, leather jacket Tuberville. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's S-
2: spiky hair Tuberville. There's
1: yeah. Undertaker Tommy Tuberville. That's who's right. Already in a pine box. Mm-hmm. There's there's dye job Tommy
0: Tuberville. Sort of the fresh reddish-blonde dye job he got. There's golf in Tommy Tuberville, totally different. Never coached a single game, only plays golf. And uh, I think, additionally, there's uh, the groomed Tommy Tuberville. You can recognize him because his pleated khakis, about three inches higher than the normal Tubervilles.
2: And he has no eyes.
0: Yeah, there, well, that that. also, also he, <laughs> that. He has them in his palms. Look closely. He has them in his palms.
2: <laughs> but oh, but, first, do but first,
1: check the khakis.
0: Yeah, but first check the khakis. And then, if your soul can take it, look him directly in the eyes. Um, I think – and now, who's the only other serious threats in the SEC? Georgia, well, Mark Rick, he's a good man. You can keep him around as long as you get those injuries going because Todd Grantham, just a natural malefactor, just straining ACLs with his intensity. Uh, and then Les Miles, you really don't have to do anything with Les Miles. You can just keep him there. That's the thing. Sometimes the smartest tactician, I'm pretty sure Sunsuit says this, uh, it does nothing. And with LSU, you just sit back, wait, let Les Miles do whatever he's going to do to himself. Give him a game every now and then just so it doesn't look like the fix is in.
2: Yeah. Les Miles is the kind of guy who's like, I'm going to build a brick oven in my backyard and then burns the whole property down.
0: Don't have to do a thing. You wanted that lot next door? Got a house on it? Not for long. <laughs> Les miles less miles. Hey, you gotta root that yourself, Les? Yeah, sure. What could go wrong with hot tar and smoking on a sunny on a sunny day? That's Les Miles.
1: And if he does burn your house down, we'll burn his house down too. So everything works out fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh by the way, all gonna work out? Because guess who's getting back in that championship game? Oh, it's Alabama. <sighs>
1: It's it's going to
2: happen. God damn it!
1: One way or another, it's going to happen. Just get ready. I apologize for um, my Spartans <clears throat> opening the door for Alabama. It's going to happen. I am ex-
2: I am excited about Florida State fans to pretend like they're okay with that, because they were a little too happy that Alabama. Given that they didn't need Alabama to lose to get into the national championship, there was a lot of joy that they weren't going to play that Alabama team.
0: Notice <laughs> by the way. Notice by the way. The confused, subdued. And irrationally, uh, irrationally happy pattern of reactions from Florida State fans on Saturday night. It was hilarious. They didn't quite know what to do. They're like, wait, 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 wait. Does that mean we – okay, do we face them? Okay, is that good? Are or we no... out? Are we out? Are we in? Oh, wait. Is that – are we do, – do we look like cowards if we say we're happy not to face them? <laughs> like, like you know, it, it's been a while since Florida State's been good at things. So they're really sort of relearning all of this, right?
1: And sort of adapting, like, 1994, 92, 98 um, ways of thinking to, like, you know, the modern Twitter age where every thought is just immediately broadcast to the universe. You know, so all that stuff's happening in real time. I mean, it's difficult
0: for them, but I commend them. The learning curve for them is always steep. Uh, You know, the, the admission standards to being an FSU fan, since you are all people who failed the Alabama fan test. And we're rejected for application. And oh, what a low bar that is! Will you Listen, kid, will you maybe. kill for a football game? Oh, well, not quite. Not quite. I, I mean, I'll wound. But I'll kidnap. Go. Yeah. Will, <laughs> will, will, will you kidnap? Will you? Will you literally? Will you maim a tree and poison groundwater?
1: I will tax evade.
2: I will like sideswipe a cop. Why? Why
0: are you gonna? Why are you gonna type? Why are you gonna typecast Alabama fans?
2: Listen, they're not the ones with the machetes, all right?
1: <laughs> that's, that's be let's be fair. There are Seminole fans looking to chop buildings. That's true. Chop buildings and
0: challenge entire By the way, wasn't that on the wasn't that in the parking lot of I believe a TGI Fridays?
2: Uh no, it was it was like a Wingstop or something.
0: Uh yeah, we need we need to verify this quickly, uh, research. We need to go ahead and get on this because uh because we need to know, because if it was in one of the restaurants that we have discussed as being...
2: Uh, I've got it. It was the End Zone Bar and Grill, which is, <laughs> which is essentially a John Boy's restaurant.
1: <laughs> so that's definitely not a place to eat alone, because if you do, you will be assaulted by a Florida State fan. Can I mention this, by the way?
0: This was in Gainesville. This wasn't even in Tallahassee. Yeah. This was in some horrendous... By the way, the End Zone Bar and Grill. Oh, man. That, that's a terrible establishment. <laughs> I'm just looking at it. This is <laughs> this is an establishment that I bet you has never passed a health code uh, or health inspection without serious cajoling from the pocketbook. This is not – and I, 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 I don't think I've ever eaten here, um, but I think I ate it at its predecessor, and it was uh, – they're pretty much the same thing. It's bad. Um, so now that this has happened, by the way, which – I will also state, uh, totally unequivocally, pretty much the best game I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, it's um, it, it, it's hard to hard to overstate and not sound like we're just saying things to say things. But that was the most amazing sports thing I've ever seen. Might be the most amazing thing I've ever seen.
2: And we have kids. Yeah, I I, I don't have kids. No. So you can so, you can say that without any shame so, at all. Yeah. So this is this is the peak. Great.
0: Yeah. I, I I might say that it was it was in my top. How's this? I'll uh, this is this is why I'm still married. It was
1: in my top five events. Right. Yeah, then, I
2: like I like that you win five just because you're not sure how many kids you have.
1: Yeah, well, you definitely have multiple, so I can say top
0: uh, two. Well, you gotta leave you gotta leave one in there for some event with your wife. Right. Yeah. Okay. Three. And that's it. Top oh,
1: when I met you. There we go. I, I mean, amazing. Not in terms of greatness, just amazing in terms of. Staggering amazement, <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: and, and literally amazing. And the other thing about the game that was, uh, that was absolutely uh, just stunning to me was how boss Alabama got like how beaten they were at the point of attack. I haven't because if you remember AM, m just caught breaks when they beat them in 2012, they really did. I mean, Johnny Mansell did a great job, uh, that offense was vicious. They counterpunched great, but they, they got a turnover at like, you know, they got an end zone turnover out of Alabama. They had, uh, you know, a slightly better offensive line at the time. That's, you know, just got enough blocks. This was just Auburn's front four whipping Alabama's offensive lines ass, which when was, when was the last time you remember that happening? And the coach was not Shula or it wasn't like Saban year one
1: yeah I think I think at times that was happening I mean Bama finished with about a hundred more total yards on the game yeah you know, so it, it, it wasn't like it was but in I short think, it, I think it, Auburn it, auburn it, dominated when it needed to
0: they miss all of those field goals come all of those field goals come from botched short yardage
1: true true
0: third and two third and one fourth and one they, they miss all of those and have to settle for Cade Foster who has maybe the worst Night a kicker has had since what Colt David since since uh, I believe I believe that was LSU was it Colt David LSU's kicker who missed like five field goals against Oregon State mm,
1: yeah. there was uh mm-hmm. last year the, the the Penn State fella missed about 30 it seemed like but yeah this is uh about as bad I, as it gets
2: I throw Kyle Brotzman in that as well
0: no poor, poor Kyle Bratzman. yeah sorry buddy that and uh yeah, well you know, and like Kyle Brossman, instant death threats.
2: <laughs> instant oh, That's boy. my
0: favorite. Is that you know, death threats for a quarterback really aren't common. Kickers, man, people must be just living to murder kickers. Like just that must be deep in the dark heart of humanity. People really just wanna murder someone who kicks a ball.
2: It's it's because the kicker is the one person that the fan recognizes <clears throat> is most like them. Like doesn't really play most of the game. Can't necessarily do most of the things the rest of the football players do. And so it's really just all self-loathing, bubbling up in the form of a death threat.
1: The thing we really need to realize is that on three of those four missed field goals, I believe the holder was A.J. McCarron. On the last one, it was the punter, but I believe on the first three... It was AJ McCarran.
2: Why is AJ McCarron scared to be out there for the last one? And you know, maybe he could have made that tackle. He could. Not- he
1: would. He would have obliterated Chris Davis with his that, strength.
2: That could have been a Heisman moment. Get out of here, AJ.
1: He squats six hundred pounds.
0: He could have jumped like the Hulk.
1: Yeah, and just stepped on him. That
2: would have been weird. Yeah,
0: that'd be, that'd be, that's <laughs> yeah. probably a that's probably a flag. <laughs> that's you think, jumping like the Hulk here to explain it is Jay Stritchers, aka
1: glasses ref from the Pac12 stomping hey stomping on a person
2: 15 Marvel yards Comics is a large corporation I'm sorry.
0: I, I think i think but. we need to take requests for to how to explain things like jay Stritchers, strickers <clears> just anything right like Photosynthesis, beginning with the basic cell. <laughs> has no control over the sound of his. The brain. mitochondrion is the power source of the cell. Mito, which
1: is from the Greek. But of course, like pointing the wrong way, like there's a <laughs> diagram behind him. And, and his he's mic. Pointing and at, his- he's pointing at you.
2: His microphone's not on.
0: <laughs> I I enjoy how much people uh, dislike him because the minute he turns on a mic. I get so happy. Like, he and Ron Cherry. (laughs) Keep in mind, bad officiating just really confirms everything I believe about the world anyway. That the people who are reading the rule book are, you know, sort of brain damaged. (laughs) (laughs) And unable to really properly intimidate or properly interpret or figure out what's going on. Just, you know amazement in all directions it's it's everything i want to believe about the universe um by the way by the way this happened at the end of like probably the greatest sustained stretch of games i can remember on a single saturday you know somebody mentioned oh october 15th i think it was john walters mentioned oh you know october 15th uh 2005 which was the bush push which please be honest
1: in retrospect the bush push is just
0: not really that spectacular a play. It, no. it was uh,
1: kind of a, a one, one gentleman leaning on another. Yeah, yeah. which is, you know. It, and, it, and it happened in Indiana. It, it happened, yeah, exactly. It was, it was a college football
0: story that happened in Indiana. So we're just going to kind of rule it out from the start as being all that important. Also, like listed on there is the LSU-Florida game. Like, oh, a dramatic win, and Florida had no chance. Like, that game was just an anaconda the whole time, if you remember it. Florida was struggling so badly. That was a game where Chris Leak was so bad, it made Urban Meyer cry afterwards. So, uh, not really your best comparison for the for, for that kind of game. Also, somebody mentioned some day in 1924. Okay. That day kicked ass. Sure.
2: Everything, everything was exciting. Twitter was going <laughs> crazy. crazy.
0: Yeah. You people, there was a game where they threw like 15 passes. It was amazing. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And, oh... Oh, the African American players that day—just yeah. so many, like four of Just, them. Just,
1: We're completely not playing at all.
0: We're completely not playing at all. That's and how. So, therefore,
1: every everyone was slow.
0: Yeah, it's my favorite college football historical. Like, oh, it's 1950s. I'm like, yeah, sure, <laughs> let's, let's, sure. Let's 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 even think about that. Like, it's the same sport when, like, you know, a third of the eligible people, you know, are, are, can't even play. It's, but it, it can't even. There are entire parts of the nation where they can't go.
2: They <laughs> went. Our boys went to war. Everything was perfect.
0: Everything was perfect. It <laughs> was great. Notre Dame was really good.
2: Fertility was on the rise. <laughs> um, Except but, yeah, Notre that, Dame. That Saturday
0: was really good. Yeah, that's, I'm sure. I can't make any argument against you calling out a 1924 game. Okay, awesome. Yeah, you. you know stuff. You know, you got you got your – you're the record store clerk of college football.
1: You are quite the contrarian.
0: <laughs> quite the contrarian picking that 1924 spot. I have no hesitation saying that, by the way. You're like, the past sucks. <laughs> that's,
2: yeah. It's, that's why we don't live there anymore. Roll okay. Tide. We
1: left it behind.
0: Just left it behind. The past. I'll tell you sucked. what,
1: this this damn last weekend of college football horrible. Sucked. I'm glad we're over it. Yeah, geez, wasn't, any, wasn't entertaining at all. Who Looking wants, forward to the next week. We got the championship.
0: Exactly, man. Who wants to do? Who wants to live there when you've got bedlam coming up? Uh, anything else from the past weekend? Ohio State Michigan was obviously fantastic. I'm not actually going to sort of retroactively critique Brady <laughs> Hoke for for going for the win. Because um, I honestly don't know what goes on in that man's head. And, oh. I mean, and I mean, I don't mean that like, oh, hey, I don't know what he's thinking. No, even if I had a TV, I think, you know, that went straight into his brain, I would be mystified by the things happening inside.
2: It, you mean they scored the touchdown, then he assembled the team, then he's just like, sprinkles! And that's it. What, sprinkles. Do, you, what do you guys want to do?
1: <laughs> that is what happened, by the way. He, po- he pulled the seniors and they all wanted to go for it, so they did. Which
2: who's your favorite? Who's your favorite X Man?
1: That's that to me though. I mean, that is cool. I I have no problem
0: with that. If the seniors (laughs) want to go for it, um, that's fine. Because then you can blame them.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, they don't have too much
0: of a pie out, so (laughs) people exactly. People have this like very sentimental. Oh man, that's you know that's great. You know, you let the seniors decide. You know, um, yeah. Guess who you can blame now? They they're gone. Apparently they shouldn't. They shouldn't coach the team next year. They should probably let me do it. <laughs> I'm gonna make all the decisions now. I can't even. <laughs> the, the Brady Hook voice is so hard to sustain.
2: Brady Hook's <laughs> the decider.
1: Because it creeps me out. Yeah, it only lasts for about half a sentence. You got to do short bursts. Deep breath. High voice.
0: I also uh, w- would like to mention this. Like I got, it was a day that was so filled that I got to the end and it was like,
1: oh man, Wisconsin
0: lost to Penn State.
1: Yeah, that's weird. How? That yeah, hell? there's like, there's like uh, uh, Georgia Tech's up by 20 on Georgia. You know, like I, I got Georgia Tech fans texting me like, oh this is great. And then like by the end, it's like, how'd that turn out?
2: <laughs> <Like, laughs> oh, <laughs> you oh, that's y'all,
1: weird.
0: Things reverted. Man, y'all haven't y'all haven't said anything in a while. <laughs> yes. Well, that was it, Hudson. Quiet. Yeah. Well, hey, how'd Hudson Mason do? <laughs> Heard you had him on the ropes. How'd that go, man? Um, <laughs> that point,
1: did, did he? Did he stay in the tent? Roof assault or? or what?
0: Yeah. How that? Yeah. How'd that go, man? So, um, th- this is finished. Like we, we finished up rivalry. Week. We're now going to championship week. We are also, by the way, going through the coaching carousel.
1: Not much, much of a-, a carousel so far.
0: More of a, it's really more of a portable rock wall available for
1: children's events. It's like the swing ride. You know, the the big, it's just, it's just a big spinning swing.
2: And Ed Orgeron looked backwards. Now he's puking everywhere.
1: Oh! oh. <laughs> I'm not really,
0: uh, I'm not happy about that. And I, and I don't know if USC fans are really, truly happy about that. I'm not happy about it because um, that was a fun ride, and I understand that nothing gold can stay, and that ed orgeron was good because he was you know he was the new dad
2: yeah but but, but ed orgeron at wake forest
0: <laughs> do you not like
2: do not like that possibility
0: you know i i, I the struggle the struggle <laughs> will be real and spectacular if he goes to
1: wake forest well here's the thing he'll go there and then he'll lose like nine games a year he'll get fired he'll go back to being a defensive line coach he'll end up you know the defensive line coach at uh, at at, at uh, Alabama, and then one day he'll be the interim head coach at Alabama. Get to Start this all over again when Nick
0: Saban's fired for
1: only winning eight games, <laughs> for for only winning eleven games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we got we got standards here. That's why we're going to hire somebody who uh, coached with the Bear. Come on down, Mike Debose. All's forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> they hire Mike Riley from Oregon State. He's the nicest guy. <laughs> That's what I can't wait for. I can't wait for them to hire Mike Riley and, you know, be like, man, how can we fire a man that good? Like, just like this. Wow. Wow. Put you on the ass.
1: I think they fire him on the first day to send a message. <laughs> we, we're we not going to tolerate mediocrity.
2: Oh, it's not nice ball. It's football.
1: I haven't even coached a game yet. I haven't even done That's it. Pretty, that, that, that sounds pretty mo- mediocre, don't it? Um, it's It's February.
0: I would also mention this, by the way, that uh, we're now looking at uh, South Carolina being out, which is a real shame because they finished the season uh, as they usually do by beating Clemson and uh, (laughs) by doing it in the the fashion in which Steve Spurrier is accustomed to, i.e. the most painful possible way with Clemson turning the ball over on, I think, their last four (laughs)
2: possessions in a row.
1: Also, having a wide receiver throw the winning touchdown for um, no reason I'm aware of. <laughs>
2: I, I like I like the South Carolina Clemson game because every year it feels like they show up and Davos when he's like, "All right, this is the year we're gonna," and then Spurrier's like, "Hey, your dick's out," and then punches him in the solar <laughs> places. <complexes. laughs> uh,
0: yeah, and that's 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 actually a, a very good way to describe what happened because. Um, it was painful. It looked like I normally take your burning people down, and and I still did. But I admit that theoretically it would be painful if you had feelings and a soul to watch uh, what happened to poor Clemson. But, hey, another
1: uh,
0: another peach bowl, another Chick-fil-A bowl.
1: Or some such, yeah. My favorite thing about that game is um, uh, Bill Conley wrote about how Taj Boyd takes way too many sacks against South Carolina for whatever reason. And uh, while we were looking th- looking through for a photo – for that story, um, every photo was of Taj Boyd being sacked. So uh, there you go. That's that's <laughs> in the haze after the Iron Bowl. I, I didn't really remember much of what happened in Clemson, Clemson, South Carolina. So it was nice to get that reminder that apparently all that happened was Taj Boyd just got beaten up the whole game.
0: Hey, if you don't if you don't want to get sacked, don't be so fluffy and delicious, Taj
1: Boyd. It, it's more it's more he's huggable than sackable. Yeah, I want to cuddle. <laughs>
0: And a man of needs, too. Sometimes just the you just, kind of
1: guy you'd like to land on.
0: Sometimes you just need to cozy up to something something warm and understanding. Like <laughs> the Zapdig, the Lane Bryant quarterback of the year.
1: This is my favorite totally unnecessary storyline. Taj Boyd is, like, five pounds overweight, so therefore... <laughs> All, all He's about, Santa Claus. Hey, listen,
0: it's, it's all about just Taj Boyd going on his sleigh. Which which in, in South Carolina, it's a sleigh like it's a sleigh driven by flying pit bulls. Right?
2: Bruce 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 stars in Taj. <laughs>
0: Merry Christmas! Can Taj Boyd get Dabo's kids' toys by noon? Oh man! Well the uh, the the championship game. Uh, by the way do we do we have any reviews on coaches I'm just kind of like uh oh, Sarkeesian, I have no idea I have I have no clue how that's going to go or uh what to make of anything happening there none Yeah it's
1: um it's 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 just Kiffin without a chin as far as I'm aware like like Sarkesian the thing that always bothered me about him he's a, he's a fine coach you know very smart man whatever but like he makes this face where he draws his head back into his neck and like his chin disappears and he has like this this permanent five o'clock shadow and all you see is just like it's not even a neck beard, it's like his whole face is a neck beard. And that bothers me about him.
0: You're what? really that's like a it's like a Tim and Eric kind of face, right? Like
2: <laughs> bleh, bleh. What, what I like is it looks that looks like wa- that
1: noise sounds.
2: What I like is that Washington fans were really kind of happy to be rid of Sark but i think they were all assuming they were going to get jim mora and now now it's sort of like oh fuck just just call skip holtz whatever screw it
0: yeah let's very quickly before we do this i want to come up with with our nightmare uh, our nightmare candidates for that job because there's nothing more ple- pleasant and pleasurable than picking the worst possible people for 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 a job and really scaring the crap out of somebody. So yeah,
2: all right, uh, I got do- I got this do- then. Boom.
1: <laughs> go ahead, go ahead.
2: Skip Holtz, it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: you already you already laid that card down. I don't know how we're going to top that one. Um, I mean, there's also the the crop of recently fired. So uh, I mean, Paul Pasqualoni would top that list, I'd reckon. I have my my I have um, what I believe to be the most
0: diabolical and symmetrical suggestion. There's a nice symmetry to this and I think you know where I'm going already, which is Lane Kiffin. Oh. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So just swap.
2: Just swap.
0: <laughs> just trade him <them> out. <laughs> be like, well, I don't know, guys. Here, let's move this couch over here.
2: What What would be great about that is inevitably Kiffin would show up to a game and he hadn't done his laundry, so he'd be wearing a USC shirt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just be like, just, 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 get somebody get some tape. Maybe, they,
0: maybe they would dye it. Before, so it was a purple shirt, but
1: it
2: was... If I die, you mean he'd just, like, spill a Slurpee all over it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the thing about Giffen is he would go, like, six and six one year and somehow vault into the USC job. Yeah. Is, they, that's his career pattern.
0: They could just keep ping-ponging. We could cover the entire West Coast with former Pete Carroll staff members. Delightful. With Pete Carroll as, like, the pro-style godfather ruling from on high in Seattle. It's a Game of Thrones feel to it. I kind of like it, actually.
1: Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, no, I'm,
0: I'm, there we go. Uh, I, I will also put one other nightmare candidate in there, which I assume we haven't mentioned this. Yet. How has nobody made this joke yet? Um, that these are people in need of help.
2: Mm, yeah, and, mm-hmm. that, and okay.
0: that as in heaven. Yeah. yeah, if one yeah. said it, and that we all speak a universal <laughs>
1: language, which is that of love. Hang on, let me let me see if anybody's made that joke. Let's see. Has anyone made? Houston Nut. Oh, wow. Only two people, uh, Jarkar01 and Hogwild with a Y and an E on Twitter, have used the words Houston Nut Washington.
2: Are you sure Hogwild isn't Houston Nut?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think we can discount. I think we can just just discount
0: him. Only Jerry Carter. that is is Houston Nut. A day ago.
1: And they were both Arkansas fans, I believe. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they, they, because they want somebody else to feel that burn. Arkansas <laughs> they fans make, are they just so want to make
1: good and damn sure he's off the market.
0: <laughs> like the Houston nut for everything meme, no one loves that more than Arkansas fans. Old Miss fans still a little freshly scarred from it, but Arkansas fans are like, oh no, we want you to get that stink on you.
2: There, there's a part of there's got to be a segment of the Arkansas fan base that is kind of like, we could take him back. It could work. <laughs> Just, just keep them. They're like, well, maybe
0: we just have them as kind of like a an overcoach who you know right. just kind of molds and shapes Bela. You, know? you know,
2: we just we just get them on Sundays and every other Thanksgiving.
0: Um, that the visit it's, it's a program under <laughs> visitation. God, it's the saddest proposition ever. Uh, championship weekend. I, I, I know I, I would I could talk about Houston enough for hours, but. I think it's time we get to championship weekend. Um, I, you know, we could talk about the SEC first, but I, I, I don't think that Jason Kirk's love for uh, for Sparty can wait.
1: Yeah, let me let me add him.
0: I actually think this is like a really really awesome game. <laughs> I think I think this will be a lot of fun to watch.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a really good matchup for both teams. It'll be the uh, kind of the perfect matchup for, for both of them, really. Am I,
2: am I the only one kind of confused by Michigan State, though? No. Because they, like, sometimes they can just beat up on a weak opponent. Like, they beat Illinois by 39 points, but they only beat Purdue by 14 0. Well, the thing about
1: that is um, once they have, say, three points, or two. It, it, Right, or two, right. or if they could right. figure if they could figure how to score point five points. <laughs>
0: if you advance them if in a labor- in a laboratory setting, if you advance them, the theoretical value of a half point, right. the program still engages the same protocol.
2: So, so Michigan State exists on the pH scale somewhere.
0: They, they it's, basically it's- they're like this. They're like this automatic machine, right? Like the doomsday machine. If you attack <clears throat> them, they have the same response every time. Hmm. It's like that thing about
1: how if you you keep going halfway towards something, you'll never get there. Uh, Okay, yeah. But points-wise. Right.
0: Yeah, they're they're this interesting theoretical-like study because it (coughs) scores kind of irrelevant to them. Right? Like, they're really kind of what, like, Will Muschamp's bullshit approach says it's about, right? Like, like oh, you know, we, we're we not big on numbers. No, seriously. Michigan State's not big on numbers at all. <laughs> they, they're like, what is that, greater or less than the number of points we have? That's really the only question they ask.
2: They should take that to the extreme and just dismantle the scoreboard in the stadium. Be like, we don't care. We're just here to ruin your day. <laughs> that's all they're there for. Yeah, I, I shit, think, I I shit think that on actually, your car. I that's that's don't what happen, care with the scoreboard.
0: That's it. And I say this, by the way, as as somebody who, you know, I find this style of football excruciating, I kind of like when Michigan State does it because the trolling is impersonal to me. I don't care who wins. I just want to watch Mark D'Antonio ruin someone's life.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, he has the, the rep of the uh, stoic, joyless statue guy, but he really does take this kind of, like, sick, jokerish glee in playing this hideous football and I think that's what most attracted me to this team is, like, um, you know, the, you, you, it's easy to find photos of him of him making this, like, demonic smile while watching <laughs> what his football team produces. Oh, yeah. No, he knows. That's the, that's the yeah, greatest that's, one. That's probably the best way to explain it. And interspers- he knows. By
0: the way, to complete that metaphor, uh, he intersperses a shocking amount of trick plays on special teams. Like, seems to enjoy it. Like, oh, yeah, you motherfuckers aren't awake. Watch this shit. (laughs) Yeah, who's boring now?
2: So it's like he bludgeons you to death with a hammer and then draws a dick on your forehead.
0: Yeah, it's basically kind of like putting the clown nose on your dead corpse, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) you like that joke, did you? (laughs) That's Mark D'Antonio. Classic Midwestern serial killer. By the way, in case you don't think the SEC fixes in here to get Alabama back in, sleeper agent where did mark d'antonio play college football
1: Don't look it up
2: Prison I don't know
1: South Carolina Shit Also from whence did Nick Saban uh, arrive to the SEC Michigan State sir Well I'm sorry he yes, to LSU yes yeah. Michigan State Correct mm. So so it's all it's all part of a pattern you just need It's to just uh, I'm just going to say it's it's interesting
0: yeah, no. I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna
1: put that out there. And I'm not gonna say it's definitive. I'm just gonna say that's really something. Info wars, um, info sports. <laughs> Why hasn't anybody started that?
0: Oh, with Denny Mayo started it. So okay, good. We have to credit him. He's the first person I saw who typed info sports. The uh, so it's it's his concept. We have to pay him for it. The other uh, other games of note: Bedlam, Oklahoma, um, uh, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma um really Oklahoma State uh, probably out of any kind of you know serious like you know title consideration of any sort um, but you know could end very, very strong against an extremely beatable Oklahoma team. If you want to watch Clint Chelf Shelf uh, whatever you call him play he's he's probably playing some of the best quarterback in the nation right now. So something totally worth watching. Oh yeah, SEC championship game. Auburn, yeah, Mizzou, as foretold by everyone. Wish they'd stop putting the most obvious teams in this game. Yeah, God.
1: All summer long, all we heard: Mizzou, Auburn, Mizzou, Auburn.
2: I am excited about uh, Will Muschamp getting asked at media days next year if he think how he thinks his team is going to handle joining the SEC this year.
0: I'll, so. I'll ask it. <laughs> I don't care. He'll be like, "What kind of a question is that?" And I'll be like, "I hate you." <laughs>
1: shut up do you want to fight
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it yeah. you want to fight hey everyone can have an opinion you can't you're a moron you can say whatever you want about me I don't want to say anything to you I don't want to say I don't want you to exist <laughs> it's not that I want bad I don't want bad things to happen to you I just want you to go away what you you doing I
1: just want you to never have been born <laughs>
0: that's it exactly Coach Mustchamp. do you think if I had a time machine and I erased you would you hold a grudge I mean, I'm not, just sit there with like some cardboard thing, like some cheap cardboard thing that you rigged up and misspelled time machine on, and ask him that, right? Hey, that's not a time machine next to me, but I'm just asking theoretically.
1: I'd really like to see that. Like, ask him a riddle so complicated that like he he, he just disappears. Like, if you ask him, like, Coach Muschamp, what do you think about that new Rihanna song? You know, that's kind it of went, an easy one because no, he will just no, no, say, no. like, oh, I've never heard of new
0: no Rihanna. But something that's like what never weeps but is always crying. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the, you wouldn't yeah, have the, to. Just, by the way, that wouldn't have to be that complex a question to blow his you, mind.
2: All you have to do is hand him a copy of the Feminine Mystique, and he'll just start dissolving. <laughs> <laughs> coach Must Champ, female orgasm, <laughs> just psh,
0: dissolves.
1: And then uh, your head coach, Joker Phillips.
0: Hey. Man, you know, we can do magic together if we just work hard enough with, a, with enough focus. Just with enough effort, no matter how dumb the idea is. That's Wilma's Champ Football right there. Um, other games, by the way, let's not forget this Memphis and UConn play.
1: <laughs> Never forget that.
0: Uh, any other notable games? Uh, we got the uh, ACC Championship game. Oh, son. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Exactly. There's, there's, I, wasn't this also the ACC Basketball Championship? Wasn't it Duke FSU? I don't know. Does
2: don't anyone know. here know? No, nobody cares. <laughs>
1: no, that's yeah, nobody. cares. <laughs> I seem to recall Florida <laughs> State being good at basketball. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. the that, that's, that's
0: the part of that's the part of the year that involves a lot of tears and yard work. So
1: when does basketball happen?
0: Um, I, I don't know. Nobody knows. Okay, it happens in I, March. I, that's when the season starts. It's only a month long.
2: Very short season. Very exciting it's,
1: season. It's short and intense.
2: Long season. Very um, long season. <laughs>
1: I will point out that um, as we've been talking about for about three months now, Todd Graham is now sixty minutes away from the Rose Bowl.
0: Yes,
1: <laughs> <Six, laughs> as, as intended.
0: The most noble of all. The most <laughs> noble of all. Jim Delaney, Todd Graham is going to be caressing that trophy of yours. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, and not just the Rose Bowl, but like the one hundredth Rose Bowl. Like the super special Rose Bowl, and this jerk ass from. Pittsburgh with the with microphone <laughs> in his
2: face is going to win it.
0: That's the best word for Todd Graham ever is jerk ass. That's it
2: is jerk ass. <laughs> Do you realize how close we came to Arizona State having like a very compelling case to be in the national t- title game over one of the undefeated teams?
0: We came, uh, let's see, we came damn Cause close.
2: Because if they beat Notre Dame, they're going to rematch against Stanford. Which, in theory, kind of cancels out the previous loss. And, oh, my God, Todd Graham stumping for a spot over Ohio State. God, I just want to spread it on toast. If you're, don't, if you're, don't. If you're,
0: if you're a Notre Dame fan, by the way, listening to this podcast, uh, which you won't, because you, you would have been appalled several episodes ago. <laughs> this was just indecent, so I'm going to go listen to...
2: They, sure. said neg- they said negative things about Arby's. I want a refund. <laughs>
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go listen to Prairie Home Companion. They're a little socialist, but, you know, it's just the melodious voice of Garrison Keillor that I can't stop listening to. Um, if you are a Notre Dame fan, you are probably like half a human being, just barely impersonating being a human, a lizard walking among us. But you also took great joy in seriously ruining two seasons. Yeah. You did. Because, yeah. remember, uh, you beat Michigan State. You did. Only loss on the year. This would have had the Big Twelve, Big Ten game would have had national title implications two ways if that were the case. But you beat Michigan State. You out-Michigan-stated Michigan State 17-13. Congratulations on ruining their year. Additionally, you saddled Arizona State with another loss in a 37-34 final. And finally, uh, you managed to uh, – well, that's really it. But, but, that's no, all you did. But, but way to go. That's – you know, you, this, you lost
2: you lost to Pitt. That's fun. <laughs> See,
0: what's what's more fun than losing to Pitt? <laughs> Don't answer you, that question.
1: You you lost to lost to Michigan. Heck, Akron did that.
2: <sighs> did they? I, I remember differently. It
1: was really close. I just I, I feel like every week we need to clarify who actually won that game. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It just like the Yukon Michigan
0: game. You're like, "Yes, Yukon lost." I know it doesn't feel that way but they did. <laughs> Finally, I would look at uh Mac Championship game is a hot one, man. And yeah. I NIU Bowling Green that is and it's on Friday, I believe.
1: wow it is. and it, it's actually an interesting matchup. You have, you know, maybe the most exciting quarterback the conference has ever produced against like a, a pretty actually good defense. So, that's a good game. Uh, a, su-
0: a superb defense. Uh, you know, and also uh I would point out we got uh we got Ian, uh That's really it. there's absolutely nothing else that we got. There's
1: a, a, a Louisville's playing. Does anyone yeah. remember Louisville?
2: <laughs> that that um, is a game. They
1: have they have literally nothing to play for. That is a thing. They're on the we can watch we can watch them. That, what a, but, so, but it won't matter at all what happens because if they win if if Louisville beats Cincinnati, then UCF wins the American. So <laughs> there's there's just literally nothing for Louisville. It, Beat- they're locked into their. Bowl.
0: There's just remember, BCS, BCS notables, UCF. When yeah. you look back on 2013, and wonder what kind of evil seized hold of the game. That.
1: Yeah. That's it.
0: That's good. Okay. <laughs> we can we can
1: totally stop there. I'm not right out on UCF. Now I'm all bummed.